If God gives you a word, you're responsible to trust him for that word. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. And today we have Pastor Robert Morris. And it is going to be a Christmas message. So it's going to be over the span of three days. And today is Christmas Eve. What an exciting time of year it is for a lot of people. I don't know for some it's not, but um, Pastor Robert gives us just some really good insight and some, it's just a really powerful message about why Christmas is so important because it changed the world, literally. Here's Pastor Robert. So I want you to turn to Matthew chapter 1. And uh, I'm going to preach a message that came to me in my, just my prayer time. I had this thought, what's so amazing about Christmas? I just had the thought, it just came to my mind, you know, what's so amazing about Christmas? And immediately the answer was there, and I'll tell you in a moment what the answer is for me. And it would probably be the same for you, but you might not express it in the same wording that I'm using. I asked several people, and they gave me great answers, just no one used the same words that that I was thinking. But this is the the words, the answer that I'm going to give you in a moment uh, is actually the most amazing fact in the world to me. What I'm going to tell you when I answer the question, what's so amazing about Christmas To me, and maybe to you as well, it's the most amazing fact in the world. It's the most amazing fact ever. Uh, If you think about it, the whole world marks time as according to Christmas, in essence, the first Christmas. The whole world refers to even our history books, even when you go to other countries, they will talk about before Christ, so many years before Christ, and so many years A.D. A.D. does not mean after death. Many people think it does, but there would be a 33-and-a-half-year gap in the calendar. I was actually explaining that to Debbie one time. Remember, Debbie's not good with numbers. And I said, you know, the, no, it's not. She said AD stands for after death. I said, no, sugar, there'd be a 33 and a half year gap in the calendar if that's true. And she just looked at me. So I said, never mind. <laughs> AD means Anno Domini, which are Latin words which mean the year of our Lord. So the whole world. The whole world marks time as before Christ was born, and then once he was born, now it's we're in the 2017 year of the Lord, of our Lord. Isn't that amazing? So something, something amazing about Christmas. Is it just the the Christmas spirit? Is it just that it's a good time to get a good deal on something? Is it just the family gathering, which is good? Is it just the um, eating, which is good? (laughs) Is it that the whole world gives at this time? 
Well, what's so amazing? So we're going to read the Christmas story in Matthew chapter 1, and I'll tell you what's so amazing about Christmas, all right? Matthew 1, verse 18. says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed, our word would be engaged, to Joseph, before they came together, in other words, before they were married and physically came together, she was found, I underline these words because they're very important, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary as your wife, for that which is, I underline these again so we can notice it, conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. So that would be the Greek from the Latin to our English language, but Yeshua in the Hebrew, and it says, for he will save his people from their sins. Yeshua means God is salvation. God brings salvation. So you're going to call him Jesus because he's going to save his people from their sins. So all this was done, all of this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. And this prophet is Isaiah saying, behold, the virgin. And I underline that again, because it's important to what's so amazing about Christmas. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Okay, so here's what hit me that's so amazing about Christmas. And this literally just blows me away, and you're going to be blown away too. But as I glance out at my notes, I notice I have something else before I get there. So in a moment, I'm going to tell you what's so amazing about Christmas. This is the way you build them up. You just build them up. Okay. But let me, here's what I want to do. It gives a prophecy from Isaiah. Isaiah has the most messianic scriptures. A messianic scripture is a scripture that is foretelling the Messiah. Isaiah has the most of any book of the Bible. All right? So let me go back to where this prophecy was and give you a little background on this prophecy. This was at a time when Syria, not Assyria, but Syria was besieging Judah. Now, we don't use the word besieging a lot, but what it means was getting ready for battle, building up uh, sieges against them so they could get ready for battle, all right? And Isaiah gives Ahaz a word. Ahaz is the king of Judah, and he was not a godly king, never a godly king, but he gives him a word that says, listen, this is going to come to nothing. Don't worry about this attack from the enemy. It's going to come to nothing. And Ahaz doesn't believe it. The reason he doesn't believe it is because he's actually doing the backdoor deal with Assyria. Remember, again, two different nations, Syria and Assyria. And he's literally going to sell the people of Israel as slaves so for his own freedom. But he's think, he thinks he's got it worked out. And so Isaiah's giving him a word from God. And then Isaiah adds this part as the word, part of the word, okay? So that's where we pick up the story. Isaiah 7, verse 10. Moreover, moreover, in other words, in addition, the Lord spoke again to Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign for yourself from the Lord. 
from the Lord your God. Ask it either in the depth or in the height above. But Ahaz says, I will not ask, nor will I test the Lord. Sounds like a spiritual answer. I'll remind you in a moment why it's not a spiritual answer at all. Then he said, hear now, O house of David. It's important he addresses the house of David. Is it a small thing for you to weary men, but will you weary my God also? Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Because this is where it comes from. This is the scripture that was quoted in Matthew 1. All right, so he says, listen, don't be worried about this. God's gonna take care of you. Ahaz sounds to be real spiritual and says, man, there's just, no, I'm not gonna ask for a sign because I'm not gonna test God. Old King James says, Tim, I'm not gonna do that. You know, that's wrong to do it. Okay, he did not say that because he didn't wanna test God. He said that because he didn't wanna trust God. Because you see, if God gives you a word, then you're responsible to trust him for that word. So he didn't even wanna receive the word. So Isaiah then prophesies not knowing that he's actually prophesying something that's going to happen 740 years later. This is 740 years B.C., before Christ. So he says, well, God's going to give you a sign. A virgin is going to conceive and have a child, and they'll call his name God with us. Okay, here's the thing. Just think about this. How was that a sign to Ahaz and to the people of Judah and the house of David. How was that a sign? Because it wasn't going to happen for 740 years. (laughs) Well, let me tell you how it's a sign. It's actually a sign to every generation of believers. Because here's what he's saying. The Messiah is coming. And the Messiah comes through the tribe of Judah, through the house of David. But the Messiah hasn't come yet. So the sign Ahaz is there's no way that the enemy can succeed against you because God has a purpose for you and he's not finished with you yet. Now listen to me very carefully. That is the same sign that you and I have today that God has a purpose for our lives and Satan cannot succeed against us until God's purposes are fulfilled for us. Same sign. I'll tell you something else. Satan cannot take you out. He can't because God has a virtue. Now, I don't want to bring a downer, but I do want to bring a very factual statement. Here's what I've learned 37 years of ministry now. Satan can't take me out, but I can take me out. That's what I figured. That when I'm weak and when I'm tempted and when I'm under attack, I could do something stupid that could take me out of the purposes of God for my life. And so can you. It's not just for preachers, it's for you too. So hear me, but the good news is Satan can't take me out. That's what he's saying, this is amazing, 740 years before Christ, he says, you listen to me, tribe of Judah and house of David, there's no way that the enemy can take you out right now because the Messiah comes through you and the Messiah hasn't come yet. That was Pastor Robert Morris, and you can find that clip and the entire talk on YouTube if you search under Pastor Robert, What's So Amazing About Christmas? 
You can also find out more information about him at his website, PastorRobert.com. Have an amazing day today, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.